0: I don't did with our legs crossed. Don't go rubbing my heart. Not my best move. (laughs) That'll be really good continuity because it's at the end of the episode that will air right before this one. Hello everyone. Hi. (laughs) Off to a romping, a rollicking good start today on Young Adult AF. This is a podcast where we talk about young adult fantasy and sci-fi books, and I face towards the microphone <laughs> so that you can hear me. Um, and I'm Darcy Elburn. I'm Shelby Parento. And today, we're going to talk about something that is kind of on the edge That's of That's one genre. of my big things I was going to want to talk about. Yeah. Like, where do we place this in the genre? Um I, I i didn't even write an opening line i just realized oh i said magic people dear reader <laughs> magic people dear reader <laughs> and okay. then under it says dumb magicians Dumb da <laughs> magicians data magicians <laughs> um yeah so we're talking about the magicians by Lev grossman which technically might not fall in our genre yeah I think it's going to be an interesting discussion to have. And I think it's interesting because it will kind of help us clarify like why some things are and some things are not in our zone. I'm looking at the cover of the book right now. And when I was going to let Shelby into my building, <laughs> I realized that there are a bunch of ginkgo trees in my neighborhood and they're just, just getting leaves right now. And they kind of look exactly like the cover. You guys have seen it. It has a gnarly tree. Gnarled <laughs> probably... Um, with, like, little yellow leaves on it. And then I was like, yeah, but it's ginkgo trees, so they're gonna smell really gross soon. And Shelby was like, gross men? (laughs) Because that's the author (laughs) of the book. So we're gonna talk about the book and the show. Spoilers for both of those, and probably some stray topics. Yeah, because we're gonna talk about the first book, but the show doesn't necessarily just cover the first book, so we're gonna cover. (laughs) Yeah, I'm really, so I did not finish the book. Um, and Shelby has not read it for a while, but I'm like in it sort of right now, but it got really depressing. So I paused for <laughs> a minute and I secretly read all of Valiant and part of Ironside. Um, so we'll, you know, we'll come back to those. Um, but yeah, Shelby's going to fill me in some on the end of the book when we get there. And, um, I accidentally just read the last line. Don't you hate when that happens? Um, don't you? Don't you? <laughs> Um, and I have been, I've watched the show pretty recently, so we're going to talk about both. Um, any fire starters? I know you're only halfway through, but this is the only occasion I feel like I felt this way where I can ask the question, book or show? Yeah. Um, honestly, honestly show. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Um, it, so it's on sci-fi. Um, definitely recommend if you're into this kind of stuff. Which is super bizarre for... <laughs> that it's better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're used to being constantly yeah. disappointed. It's like being a Washington Wizards <laughs> fan. Oh. I went to my first sports game this week, you guys. <laughs> and they lost them. So can That's never go to me. sports game again. <laughs> that one's on me. Um, yeah, but it is quite like being—I feel—a fan of like a team that you're just—you don't like get your hopes up when they're gonna make a book into a show or a movie <laughs> yeah. because you're really worried. Less than a hundred days until the Darkest Minds, by the way. Um, and thank so you. So nervous. <laughs> I know, and we've tagged them in one of our other uh, posts on our blog that only I look at, which is <laughs> yogaalldayf <adult> dot <laughs> um, If you want to go back and find, there's a Twitter account that's doing a countdown of the days until the movie, and there, which is very handy. Um, I have a coworker that said the other day, like, how many days until sweating? And I was like, only 104 days until the dark. Um <clears throat> but yeah, so that I'm very nervous about. But this is a really good adaptation. Um it's so much funnier. Yeah. That's my biggest thing is that the characters are more likable in the show than the book. Yeah. And they're like all v- still assholes. Yeah. yeah. Which does a <laughs> lot for them. Yeah, and which, like, okay, so that was, like, the main thing that everyone said to me when I went to read this. They were like, it's dark. It's dark, and you're not gonna, there's, like, no one that you, like, or are rooting for. So, and I think at some point, I wrote down, like, very naively at the beginning of the book, like, oh, they're fine, I guess, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't really hate them that much. And then, I don't hate them. Like, they're not... But I wish there was someone... Would you want to be friends with Alice? No. No. no, Not in any universe. Yeah. She is terrifying. <laughs> she is genuinely terrifying. Um, Would you want to be friends with any of them? I know who you're going to say. Okay. But yeah, but I would be friends with TV show Elliot. Oh, duh. No, I was going to say I would be friends with Julia. Yeah but also TV, also TV show. show Julia. She just doesn't get a lot of page time in, in the book the, in the book, yeah. So she gets a whole <clears throat> lot of extra shit in the show. Yeah, and it's all awesome and she's like the most relatable character um and cuz that's all of us not getting our Hogwarts letter. Yeah. <laughs> We're all Julia yeah, in dude. our rooms. <laughs> Waiting. Doing sign language. Me, terrified, crouching (laughs) under the bed, hoping that a letter comes and that an owl does not come into my residence because I'm terrified of owls. Um, Hogwarts would actually probably not be that fun for me. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the other thing is like, okay so we were going to do a quick plot summary but like, do we really need to? It's just it's college. Yeah, Hogwarts. Like it's the plot of Harry Potter. It's animal house hogwarts <laughs> but not funny it's funny on the show but it's on not the show, funny but not really there's really not like i feel like he's trying to do some winks and like the harry potter character of this book quentin coldwater <laughs> is um really not a fan of himself um it is cool that he's actually like just a socially awkward And like not very good at magic, yeah. Like they all get like he gets in, but but like but once he gets there, he's it's not like yeah. It takes him a minute to hit his stride. Yeah, he's not casting a Patronus (laughs) in his third year. Let's (laughs) just say that. Um, Right. So it's about Quentin getting into magic school and finding out that magic is real, and he's really stoked because his entire life that's all he wants. And okay, so it's also it's Harry Potter in college, but it's also Narnia. Yes. So Quentin is obsessed with in by yeah, <laughs> by the Chronicles of Narnia, which in this adaptation is called Fillery and Further. I weirdly love that, the name. Like, I weirdly love it. Um, but I think, as has happened with Narnia, like, we would have just grown out of it. Like, Quinton is yeah. just a person who doesn't grow out of it. And, like, I could probably sit down and read The Last Battle right now. Like, I have a full, we have a full <laughs> compendium <laughs> of all the Narnia books in one giant illustrated coffee table book. And I don't think that would bother me, but I don't, like, have a hankering for it. I think, well, this is bad. I grew out of it once I learned that it was religious as fuck. Why is that bad? <laughs> that is learning yeah. about the universe, and but that's not a factor in these this things. podcast. Is not religiously <laughs> affiliated. Yeah, um, but Valerii is not religious. It's just nerdy. You know? Yeah, I am gonna quickly look up. Um, Darcy can't type? Darcy can't type? Are you looking up the name of the... I'm just looking up how many seasons there are to see if I'm even caught up, because I've watched everything that's on Oh, on, on demand. season three. Yeah, so season three is actually done. So Shelby has seen one and two. Mm-hmm. Um, And in season three, I mean, they start in season two. Like, there are gods. Like, that is, like, a thing, but it's not very religious but some stuff comes in like they address it yeah there's not a aslan there's two yeah and they're and they're real shit salty (laughs) they are rude rude af salty because there's a whole semen bit (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah um is that in the book no (laughs) <laughs> okay, because at first maybe I was, it is. Like, I don't remember it being in the book though. Weirdly, a lot of stuff that like so I watched the show mostly first, and weirdly, like some of the stuff that I was like, "Oh, there's they just made that up because they need it to be like a compelling TV drama." Like the threesome is actually in the book. The threesome is in the book. Yes. So like I some stuff like that I was expecting that sci-fi. Had I just don't know the Siemens in, in the book. I can't say yes or no. Yeah, anyway. but I can't the threesome remember. definitely was. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I guess we have to talk about the characters first to mm-hmm. explain either of those things. Yeah. <laughs> so we talked about Quentin. He's just a real Eeyore. Yeah. Of a guy. He also has a little bit of, like, nice guy syndrome where he's like... He has a lot of nice guys. Yeah, him. he's like, has this best friend, Julia, that he wants to bone real bad and he thinks... Who's taking his best friend. Yeah, and he, like, thinks that that's like the biggest like woe is me part of his life is like why doesn't she want me and then his first friend once he goes we haven't even said it's called break bills oh yeah yeah the school's <laughs> break, bills. It's called break bills um and his first friend once he gets there is elliot who is not really like there's not as much to him in the books, books like as the show he's the sassy gay friend (laughs) but like he's so it would be so tough to beat the character that he is on the show like it's pretty great um he correct me if I'm going absolutely insane but I think he breaks the fourth wall a couple times on the show like there are times when Elliot like looks at the camera and is like this is a song from the popular musical Les Miserables (laughs) and stuff. Like, they make a, he makes a lot of pop culture references from, like, current pop culture. And maybe it's not quite to the, like, it's not like a gym in the office situation. But, like, I just think it's a really cool character that he's so, like, hyper aware about stuff. Well, the only way I got you to watch the show (laughs) was showing you a video of the entire cast dancing to shake it off. True. That's true. <laughs> you know? This was, last, this was last year, just for reference. But yeah, they've, they've done a lot. A couple musical numbers in the show too. Yeah. Like, they know their audience. They know, like, who they're trying to yeah. appeal to. Um, so, Elliot's great in the show. He's fine in the books. Um, and his best friend, Janet... Damn it. I have a hard time like nailing her down in the in the books or books. Yeah. in the show she's changed into a character named Margot who is amazing. She's so mean. <laughs> um, she's just like I love a, her so much. Yeah, it's really hard to describe. I'm actually having like a hard time explaining it, but like she's the best bitch. She is the best bitch. That's what she is. She's, like, total power move of a person. Like, she just does whatever she wants and says whatever she wants. And in later seasons, as, like, the characters are more, or in the second and third season, as they're, like, a little more developed, she, she also is, like, very three-dimensional. Like, when shit goes bad and you forget and you think that she's just, like, comic relief, she's the one that's, like, we're gonna fucking fuck up this <laughs> assholes." Yeah, sorry, Dad. Um, and, like, no, she's actually, like, really integral to the friend group. Margot, Janet, and Elia in the show are gold. And that's why it's very the, first, the yeah. best thing. The first time I've felt that a film or TV adaptation surpassed the book. Yeah. <laughs> We might catch some fire on Twitter for this. I'm just saying... Just for our taste. Like, it's more to our taste. I know people that really, really like the book as well. Um, not that I don't like it, and again, I'm, I'm going to finish it. It's just really heavy. It's hard to read a book where you can't relate or like any of the characters. And they don't even like themselves or each other basically the whole time. Um... Also, it's a really great decision that they made this into a show instead of a movie because it's much better. It's like, and I'm sure they're covering ground faster in the show than in the books, but there's just a lot going on. And like the best things about it are like little weird specific incidents. Like overall, I've passed the part where they've graduated from break bills, which we've already talked about this, but it's a really smart move to cover all five years of school yeah. in one book because it would be super boring otherwise. Um, but And, like, while I was reading that part, I liked it and was, like, having the same old feelings of, like, I want to go to magic school. <laughs> but looking back, I would not want to go to Breakbells. No one's is even nice to each other. No. Like, even the classmates. Everyone. They yeah. are all, like, competitive and hate each other. Where are some of the other... So one of my questions was going to be, what discipline do you think you would fall into? It's weird because I do like, I like the world building of the magic in the book. Um, It's good in the book and I really like how they did it in the show. Yeah. Where it's like hand motion. (gasps) Yeah, the way that they do do magic. is so good. (laughs) It's so cool. I want to do it. Honestly, this is going to be bad. I like it better than the wands. It's just a more mature, like it, yeah. and it feels like it's more realistic in a way. Um, like a, I, I like we've studied. <laughs> one. I'm I'm tutting right now. It's just tutting. Okay, that's why guys, we like it. I don't know if you guys know that Shelby and I had a minor in hip hop <laughs> dance in college, but we did. Um, we just just kept taking the class over and over again, never getting that much. Better personally me. Shelby's always been good at dancing. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, it looks like tutting. And I love it. Or so like close up <laughs> magic, yeah. yeah. um And we like we know our wand theory. Like I get like channeling through like a magical, but it was always weird to me. And they do. There are a couple times, but it was weird to me that it that every wizard isn't capable of doing no wand magic, that's a technical Mm term, um, (laughs) in Harry Potter. Like, they have to all be capable of doing it in some shape or form, like, if it was a real emergency situation. (laughs) Um, if you guys have seen the OA, it's kind of similar to that. Yeah. Yeah. They're smaller movements, but it's a similar, like, channeling of energy thing. Um... Yeah, and so what Shelby was asking about is the disciplines, which are, like, your major or, like, Mm -hmm. your type of magic, but it's cool because there's just, like, a million. Like, it's not, like, there's only five subjects, like, at (laughs) Hogwarts. But our main squad are all physical. Yeah, so some type of, like. But that's also another thing I like so much is that it's, like, actual college. Like, they got hazed. Yeah. into the building and yeah. they have crazy frat parties. And like some people can't figure out what their major is going to yeah. be, like me. <laughs> like all of us <laughs> in the world. Um that's it's very relatable. <laughs> yeah, they drink a lot. Like also very relatable. Um that's why so actually technically when I pulled it up on Wikipedia, it calls it an adult fantasy. Yeah, I mean, let's let's jump into that part. Like, it. What prevents this from being young adult? Young adult. There's too much sex on page. There are foxes for some of it. Oh boy. <laughs> that is the first thing that everybody thinks of. You're all thinking about it. We know you are. But right after saying, <laughs> oh yeah, none of the characters are likable, the next thing that people say about I'm this like, book is, oh, how about, well, the about, that. about the fox sex scene? the fox Which is where, as a part of their magical training, they are, have to live as like um, Arctic, Arctic foxes. animals. Yeah. yeah, like they get turned into Arctic foxes for and a bit. And then they just like hump it out. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good explanation <laughs> of like the point in the relationship between Quentin and Alice. They've been like study buddies. Right. And then they are <laughs> turning into foxes, and then they immediately <laughs> are like, oh, this is what's supposed yeah. to happen. Which is like, it's a cool concept. Like, I get it. Like it and it makes sense and it works well, like, in the story. <laughs> it's just, like, really hard to come back from that. Like, it's really hard to, like, <laughs> read them in the face afterwards. Like, I can't look them in the eye anymore. Yeah, but also, uh, Professor. Russia, <laughs> professor <Russia's> last <laughs> name Vladimir Pian. <laughs> top hat genius who mayakovsky yes wow <laughs> that was good can't believe that just happened that's a whole nother discussion dark yeah bit of discussion yeah it's like the side plot of the of this book and the first season yeah Is that there's like a mystery of like um what's the easiest way to explain it there's a situation where Alice's brother went to break bills and he died and there's like a big mystery surrounding this him and this girl that he was dating that's no longer at break bills and she was sleeping with a professor and spoilers for (laughs) the magicians it's she did a complicated change my face spell <laughs> that's such a good name um could you hear me a pen please I just want to make sure that I remember to tweet that <laughs> and it went very awry and Alice's brother tried to fix it And what's it called when you do what they both do? Oh, um, so it's, it is a little too, like, this is, it's going to sound really on the nose, like, talking about, like, distilling it like this, but it does seem, I can't tell if I, if I really feel this way or if it's just because I'm, like, bird's eye view, but it seems like they really set up these, like, specific bad things that can happen to you as a magician and like everyone is scared of those things happening to them like Alice has this big fear of being like directionless because they have all this power and her parents are like cuckoo because they don't have to like work or anything um and they like really hit that hard and like set that up in the first half and then also basically if you fuck up at (laughs) magic You will turn into a thing called a niffin. Oh, that's what it's called. Which is the most silly sounding name for a soulless. It's like a dementor. Yeah. Yeah. But mm, but with, but all, still with no job. Still, it's like, an <laughs> un, it's like an unemployed dementor. Like, you just have you just are like a ball of horrible energy. Yeah. That's a good way to yeah. Horrible energy. Horrible energy. <laughs> um so But yeah, you lose all of your your soul, your anything that can make you a person in any way. Right. And that happens to her brother, right? Mm-hmm. And then it happens to her. <laughs> well, yeah. Spoilers. Does that happen in the first book? Shit. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 I want to be spoiled. (laughs) I want to be ensorcelled with spoilers. It must. Because have you read the other books? I read the second one, and I read the third one. Oh, okay. But it happens in the show. It happens in the show, for sure, yeah. But I don't, I mean, I don't know what's going to pop up in here. here. Cool. That's a cool, I mean, that's a cool concept, too. It's a dumb name, but. It's a dumb name. It sounds like, um, a woodland creature from Harry Potter. I was thinking it reminds me of like nintendo <laughs> oh <my. laughs> like like a, one of kirby's friends that you yeah. have to be in one level so that you can like climb over specific things mm-hmm. yep <laughs> i think that's true i think that's what it is that's canon um right. okay S- but we, we got real off topic we're talking about why why, why professor or russia why. <laughs> exists <laughs> Yeah, so they are sent for like a study abroad term, basically in. Um, but it's like a sneak attack study abroad. <laughs> yeah, they like get them in the middle of the night, uh, like we were recently planning to do to one <laughs> of our friends to make them go to Dave and Buster's. We were just gonna show up at their house at night and be like, "Get out of bed." Um. So wait. So where are they? The South Pole? The deep yeah, South, pole? The deep, the, deep South pole? the deep deep South Pole. The deep deep South Pole. Um, I posted, or I'm posting on the episode that's coming out tomorrow that everyone should drink every time that we mention She's the Man. You guys, can, <laughs> you guys can also feel free to drink anytime that I quote Just Friends as well. Um, so we have a long list of podcasts that we need to um, work on. Uh, so they go to the deep, deep South Pole. I keep almost saying Transylvania. <laughs> know why uh and was like grace professor yeah is in charge of their well-being and he's not very good at it and they like all almost die a bunch of times but so he also don't want to go to break bills <laughs> you've read the book more recently did mm-hmm. you find him comedic relief in the book or is he just comedic relief in the show Ah, uh, it is really hard to like Let's see if there are any post-its regarding this. Not that I could ever spell Mayakovsky. Uh, Because in the show he's funny, but in in the book I feel like he's just really mean. (laughs) Yeah. This is just a blank Um, (laughs) post-it. Like they are isolated in rooms and they have to do like a spell. And he stops them from talking for a long time. Yeah, they can't talk. Yeah, it's really, really rough. Um, And it's there's some kind of thing that doesn't make sense to me in this universe, I guess, where, like, school is so hard and it's so restrictive and only these certain people are allowed to do it. And they're not only... It's not about aptitude. It's also about, like, moral, like, efficacy and, like, they test all these different personality things. But then the magical world has, like, no order to it at all. Like, there's no... Yeah, that's another Mystery thing I want to talk about was, um, This World's Dumbledore. Right. What's his name? I think I wrote it down. Professor Eyes. Uh, does that happen in the book? I think it does. He's the, the, Dean, Dean Fogg. Yes. How could we possibly forget <laughs> the name Dean Fogg? He's not as big of a character in the books. Right. He's like kind of minor, but, but yeah. in the show he's bigger, a big deal. Yeah, something I like about this that they that is actually more accentuated in the book though is that there are a lot of professors, mm-hmm. which makes That's sense. Fair. Cause like bigger. except oh we haven't even talked at all about Penny. <laughs> oh sweet Penny. <laughs> oh sweet sweet Penny. Um. Okay, well, quickly to close out the thought about the professors, it's kind of like, and I mean, let's—I don't know if you guys heard two episodes ago, but like we love everything about Harry Potter, and it's fine, <laughs> disregarding <Surprise>. disregarding <laughs> any statements made by J.K. Rowling. Like we, you know, obviously are a pro Potter podcast. Wow, um, but, but it, <laughs> it is <worth> it. <laughs> Um we we this is just me. <laughs> I'm still saying we, we but this is we. just this is just my opinion. Um, it feels like now looking back, Hogwarts is kind of like Professor Goofball and yeah. Pro- Hardcastle <laughs> McCormick. Like I, like the professors like fill these very specific roles, and they're shown as more of like adult people in this book, um, which is cool. And like I definitely can't keep track of all of their personalities and stuff so same thing as like the different types of magic it's just less like strictly defined like here's your potions class and here's your herbology class so Penny Penny. is (laughs) Um, just like Quentin's he's not yeah he's not really so here's the thing I think that Penny in the show is super hot, and he's right. my boyfriend, and I love him. It's really hard, because Penny in the book is little f- shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. literally the shittiest of shits. And then the show, he's hot, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is starting to reveal too much about our psychology. Um, but he is also like a more compelling like he's given more to do in the show yeah like in the book he's portrayed as like he like thinks he's a punk he legit like just has a yeah. mohawk and like a leather jacket with safety pins in it and it's shown as like he doesn't have any reason for being that way like and he's yeah. just a yeah and in the show he's Shit, but he has reasons for being a ship. Yes, he's given more, like, emotional backstory and, like, his own plot lines in the show. Um, and most of his story in the first book takes place off-page. Um, he's, like, the person that you... That, like, Jeff Rosenstock has to yell at in a crowd at a show. Yeah. Like, he just, like, can't behave in the mosh pit type of person. And, like... In the book... Is he Quentin's roommate? No. No, I don't he like he's like barely around really while they're at school. Um so okay, so the big this is the big spoiler. Turn back now if <laughs> you want to experience this fresh, which I honestly do recommend like watching the show for this, like this particular plot point to me is the best thing about this whole thing. So Quentin's, his whole life has been obsessed with Fillory and Further, the book series, and um, first he finds out that magic is real, and he's such a fucking nerd, and keeps like (laughs) comparing everything to Fillory, and it's like... That's why he's so cute in the show, and such a shit in the book. Yeah, and it's like, if you got, if you found out that magic was real, and then you wouldn't shut up about Hogwarts... Like, and that's not, like, what magic is like. So, it's really, you're like, oh, you are so (laughs) lame. (laughs) Nerd (laughs) alert. And then he turns out to be fucking right. And Fillory actually exists and they find a way to get there. And I really... The um, way they do it is super cool. Yeah. In the show. Yeah. Okay. Because I I basically just got to this part in the book. Um, But in the show, then, I'm sure this is pretty true, but then like a lot of the plot for the rest of the thing takes place in Fillory. So it's like a thing inside of a thing. And I really enjoy that about it. Alright, so can we talk about the villain then? Yes. Super dark um so in the book he has a moth face (laughs) um no he he has a he has a tree face he has a tree he has a tree face and then in the show he has a moth face yes um the beast his name is the beast (laughs) yes the way that it's described in the book is, like, after the first time that everyone sees him, Dean Fogg just refers to him as that, and then no one ever calls him yeah. anything else. So I don't know if it's, like, a formal title. But in the plot of the books, he is one of the kids. And in the show. Yeah. So he's one of the original Narnia children, um, has, like, turned into this ferocious beast, um, over time. So, which do you think is scarier? Tree face or moth face? <laughs> that should be the fire starter. <laughs> Table face, liquor face, tree face, or <laughs> moth face. Um, so, I actually found the scene really scary in the book where he first appears. Yeah, it's terrifying. They're, like, having class, and he basically comes in and, like, freezes everyone and i really liked how visceral the description is of them all being frozen for like three hours like afterwards they can't like you you have like jelly legs jinx and stuff and like i liked that that was realistic very realistic jelly legs (laughs) unjellify um so they like what is what is encapsulated in this first book as far as dealing with the beast? Like, he's still a threat at the end of this, I'm assuming? Yeah. <sighs> I'm confusing book and movie already. Um, I, I only have 100 pages left, though, and they're not even in Fillery. They, okay. So they go to Fillery, and they get the beast. And size, that's all Got I remember. It. And she does she get turned into a niffin at that point? I don't end the book. I don't know that she does. I think. Oh, okay. I think the way they end the first book, you think she's just dead. Dead, dead, yeah. Dead, 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 dead. dead, dead. <laughs> Shadowhunters, <laughs> um, but. <laughs> the look that we are sharing. Right now. It's just the the beast is so good as a villain. Um yeah, it's really really scary. I think moth face is scarier, honestly. I think moth face is scarier. Well, yeah. cuz also I think when I was reading it, I had trouble visualizing tree face. <laughs> What's the painting where the guy has apple face? <laughs> It's a famous painting, and he has, like, a bowler hat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, Apple, and face. Apple <laughs> Yeah, the he famous knows. painting, Apple, Apple face. Face. Whew, Hopefully someone finally emails us about something, and it's this. <laughs> Please send us your ARCs. <laughs> we, are, we are ready for them. Um, yeah, that's kind of, like, that's, you know, like, that's kind of the best I could do. I think I did picture it having a a bowler hat actually <laughs> <laughs> behind its tree face um, okay, I have another thing. go hedge witching hedge witchery <laughs> hedge witchery book and show is very different. <laughs> <That sucked. laughs> <laughs> book show is the name of the character that i would be in the magicians it is cool because i'm not to that part at all so um what i think is a really compelling character but especially so in the show is quentin's best friend julia that he had a real boner for and was all we're all familiar with the situation <laughs> <laughs> um quentin got friend zoned real hard yeah, are trying to say yeah oh man okay i will have to look up what pot i think this was on teen creeps who i also mentioned in the last episode because i just want to grow up to be them um i think it was on their show no i'm gonna have to cut this out because i don't know what okay. podcast it was on i'll just t- i'll cut this whole cut part out. out just so <laughs> i can tell you okay this might have been a guest on please advise but someone was like Everyone, like, talks about guys being friend-zoned, but what actually happened is that the girl got fuck-zoned, and I was like, and then my head turned into moths. Okay. <laughs> Resume. <laughs> Resume my head got turned into moths. Resume tree face. So, wait, was the question if I would choose to have a tree face or a moth face, or just which no is wait, scarier? No, not a while ago. I'm saying... <laughs> okay. Hedge witching in the show is a bigger deal. Got it. So Julia I, is a yeah. way bigger character in the show than she is in the book. So I was just gonna say that Quentin got friend zoned, but Julia got friend zoned by Break Bills. Correct. So they like <laughs> let her know that magic is real, and then they, they like, yeah she took the test and she did not she, pass. She did not make it very far. Even I don't think and, and then they erase erase they it messed did not it. erase
1: <laughs> they went to they
0: wipe people's memory if you don't get in and they just messed it up or something i think it's hinted out later in the story that like there's something special about her and that's why like maybe it didn't work on her and that's like so in the show I don't know, it's been so long since i wrote the book but in the show they say that it's all a part of them trying to get the beast is that they keep rewriting history, basically. Right, because... And she was the wild card that made it stick. Right. Like they kept rejecting her, rejecting her, and not letting her in. And then the time that but they let her didn't. remember it yeah. was the time that the whole pattern changed. Yeah, one of the Chatwins, um, when they're in Fillory, one of the children, um, becomes a, an older character in the Fillory books. Called the Watcher Woman, and it's like this big reveal that it was her the whole time, and the purpose of that was for her to create this time loop where they yeah, keep they repeating keep, it, yeah, they until keep changing, they fix like it. tweaking the time loop, which is cool, and it's a cool like plot line, and it, it actually weirdly provides a lot of comedy in the show because there are all these times when they like bump into the yeah, other and timelines, and like someone's weird or like. Quentin's like, I died 38 <laughs> times, this sucks type of thing. But yeah, it's everything white from the Prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> Yes. Very... Uh, tiny, wimey timy situation. <laughs> um, so, hedge witching is people who are not, like, allowed to go to magic school, basically. But are they're, like, outside of the... Yeah, it's underground magic. Yeah, wizarding community magicianing community so what's it like in the book it's just not talked about as much oh well it's a really cool part of the show so yeah that's true yeah it's like all of these people in the back of bodegas like doing spells um <laughs> I have a quote that says I think it's from Busby, Harry Potter except with the assholes <laughs> um the back of the book says oh this sounds this sounds pleased with itself the last paragraph of the description says the magicians is one of the most daring and inventive works of literary fantasy in years no one has escaped into the worlds of narnia no one who has escaped into the worlds of narnia and harry potter should miss this breathtaking return to the landscape of the imagination um, no. <laughs> so, okay, but let's dig into more of why this isn't YA. The romance is no good. Right. It's no good. <laughs> it's no good. It's bad and not good. That's why they give um, Penny a love interest in the show. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's pretty bleak in the bud. Yeah, there's really nothing. Like, Quentin and Alice just, like, are nerds together, and then they're nerd lovers. Yeah. He really, really loves her more in the books. Like, he's still... In the book. He still treats her badly, equally. Yeah, but he really... But he, like, talks about how, like, how could my beautiful Alice have come from these two people when he meets her parents is, like, a thing that he thinks to himself. Which, like, show Quentin would just... Yeah, be thinking about his, himself. <laughs> um, yeah, but... Is it because of the content? Like, there's lots of drugs, there's lots of alcohol. But, this is interesting to put this episode right next to Tithe, where it's pretty much yeah, the same yeah. level of that stuff. But they're older. They are older. Is it just that they're older? Maybe. If that's they were 15? Maybe, like, when would you we have, put it in a YA category? Are there any other things we would consider in our very specific Shelby Darcy genre <laughs> that the characters get older than 20? that, Like, that the characters turn 20 over the course of the books? How old is Tessa's 18 in The Infernal Devices? I mean. We don't need to spoil that one too today, but like they're they're still like eighteen and nineteen, I think. But still, like, what's really the the difference age wise? I don't know if it's age or just is that how dark it is? Maybe. I just reread Valiant, and let me tell you something. Yeah. No, I mean that's what I mean, like. The Last Percy Jackson was pretty fucking dark. True. I think there's something about the voice of the book and I think there's like something about how all of the other books that we've just mentioned, the author like lets themself be a part of the genre. Like they like, it's almost like they opt in and like willingly like are like, okay, I get that that's what this is. This is a narrative that I want to tell. This is a story I want to tell and it happens to work well. Oh, yeah. The people that live upstairs from me are constantly playing <laughs> dice games on the ground. Um, but, like, they say, like, this is a story I want to tell, and it, the reality of that universe happens to fit the tropes of this genre, and they let it do that. Like, it's a choice. Yes. But I don't feel like this falls into like a real fantasy there. Right. I think it's like in it's an in between it's in it's an in between. <laughs> it's middle, fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> it's middle <laughs> fantasy. Guys, this week I coined the term I freaking coined the best term, which is that there's high fantasy and there's low fantasy. Because I wouldn't put this in the same category as Name of the Wind. Right. Definitely not. I mean it ain't no Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's mid fantasy. Just a quick <laughs> a quick note that probably someone has come up with the term low fantasy. That's probably a real thing. Um, but yeah, middle fantasy is all <laughs> ours, baby. Tm. Uh, yeah, yeah. It is like it's interesting because it kind of is in its own section. Holler at us if you have other things that you think you would classify as mid or as m- mid-low fantasy. Mid to upper middle class <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> it is very upper middle <laughs> class fantasy, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, yeah, I mean, because... But... This is speaking only to what we are talking about when we say YA, which is like a very specific subsection, but there's really something to be said for the romantic thing. There's like very little pining in this. <laughs> and there's so much angst, but it's not romantic angst. <laughs> yeah. And that really like kind of does set it apart from the other things in a negative way. <laughs> like I sure. want I want it. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, because in the books, I don't think anyone has a romantic plot other than Quentin and Alice. It's just like makes it such a bleak worldview, too. I mean, the books are really bleak. That's why the show's better. (laughs) Yeah, it's not even like Quentin is in love with Julia in the books. Like, he's kind of self-aware after... I mean, like, when they're, like, graduating high school together, that's, yeah. like, clearly he phrases it that way to himself, but he does mostly talk about, like, why won't she have sex with me? But... Or that's, like, the first impression yeah. you're given. But later, when he looks back, he kind of forgets about her. He doesn't really stay, like, invested um, once she's, like, out of sight, out of mind. And he's just pretty like I feel like he's pretty conscious of like oh that was just because I was like a loser and it could easily have actually been that he actually like loved her I feel like it's trying to be a more realistic view of people's emotions but that is not the world that I choose to live (laughs) in I want to live in the world of very scary families (laughs) (laughs) hmm I also read an article that said the book was angst incarnate it kind of is yeah yeah I mean it kind of of, it kind of makes me mad now that I'm starting to ruminate about it see that was the thing like I was surprised that you liked it so much I really enjoyed the beginning I did too like the it's great at first because you're like, oh yeah, this is everything I want to have Hogwarts. Yeah, it's like Hogwarts kids getting drunk, butterbeer, <laughs> wink <doing> wink Harry, <laughs> and doing horrid things. But then also doing cool magic. Yeah, but the once you get into it, you can't keep reading books that you don't like any of the characters. That's why I never read the third one. Also, I think I figured it out why this isn't allowed to sit with us um, in our genre. Um, because there's no real like joy. There's like wonderment and awe as things get discovered. Yeah, ever happy. But it's not like, and that what's the point? Maybe this is the point of this book is to make us all depressed and that is what love's going for and that's fine if that's your goal. But, I think what's, like, fun about YA, partially, is that you get to delight in things. Yeah, Yeah, like, that's kind of the whole point. So, this is just its own separate thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, who, okay, so, like, if people, what, what else should people like if you would recommend this to them? So, like, on <laughs> Facebook kept telling me, if you like Harry Potter, read The Magician. Well, maybe if you're a freak like me and you're the fifth book is your favorite but and you want yeah. to be depressed. But only if you are a fifth booker. Right, yeah. You if you like The Order of the Phoenix, you should read The Magicians. I mean, I would honestly recommend the show to anybody that likes fantasy stuff, and I would almost say just go It's crazy it. how actually good it is yeah shout out to sci-fi <laughs> shout out to sci-fi it reminds me of how the show unreal is on lifetime but it's also oh, a, good a good show, show. Yeah. yeah i think there i think this is what people have been saying when they've been telling us that it's the golden age of television. <laughs> i watched eight hours of westworld tonight, so you know i should have done that that doesn't sound still, i don't think it's positive honestly I think it is because I was so lost in the last episode. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's it's definitely good to do a rewatch for sure. I wanna uh, I want to rewatch Handmaid's Tale, but I don't think I can handle it. I don't think I'm emotionally stable. You enough can't for that. read The Magicians and <laughs> watch Handmaid's, Handmaid's Tale. Tale the same time. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> That's not a good idea. I promise not to do that, everyone. Um, but yeah, I think. Like, we're just seeing really good shows come out of everywhere right now. now. I mean, obviously, there are bad shows still happening, but I think, like, people are being given more creative opportunities at, like, networks where they didn't always have it or have the resources invested in them in the same way to, like, do these types of shows. I hope it keeps going. I hope it does, because I didn't read forever. the last book. be so. <laughs> <laughs> has to find out what happens. <laughs> Um, do they not to bring it back down, <laughs> but do they cover the rape in the book? Is that a plot line? I don't think so. Interesting, it could be something they pulled from the third book into the first yeah. two seasons of the show because I don't remember that in the books. And it's like figures heavily it's a into big the show, part of the yeah. Show. A lot of people actually thought they should have. Ended that like plotline earlier. I think I don't, I'm not one yeah. of those people. I didn't like it, <laughs> yeah. But so, I thought it was like, yeah, it's like a valid dialogue yeah. to have on a show, yeah. So Julia becomes gets into hedge witchery because she's not allowed to go to break bills and obviously once you know that magic is real that's all you want to do and also when you find out that you can do it like and not everyone can um so she starts like in the show at least like contacting these other people on the outside and it's some which shady shit which a little shit. American godsy yeah yeah it gets a little American godsy once that angle comes in because this is skipping way forward in her like story but she basically she tries to summon a goddess to like help with stuff whatever the issue is at the time and accidentally raises a trickster god who kills all of her friends except for katie who is penny's made-up girlfriend yeah that's only in the show she's real just only in the show and rapes julia And it is, it becomes a major plot line. And it's kind of like what we talked about with Inej Gaffa in Six of Crows, where, like, you just suddenly are like, we never see, like, rape victims as, like, main characters that have other plots in their lives. Or, and the other whole thing is that she can't, it's a whole bit that she can't get rid of sounds bad but she's not able to get an abortion or right 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 yeah so she is pregnant and like it what would you do like what do you do <laughs> yes. like yeah and, there's, and it's like at first she's like not even sure if she should even try yeah. just going to but when she abortion, does try like, everything goes wrong yeah um so that 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 probably gives the best insight we could give into how dark it is um and it is really messed up but i agree that i think it's a good i think plotline also i think the tv show adaptation is really good yeah yeah it really is um it's a really good balance of the dark stuff too because there's lots of lots of humor it's dark but then there's also dark funny where in the books it's just dark there's no funny (laughs) totally yeah so if you're into that <laughs> type of thing, check out The Magicians by Lev Grossman. Um I will fin I will finish this because I just am, a, you know, a completionist, but um definitely recommend the show. Yes. Yeah. Because Elliot Just because Elliot <laughs> and Margot, like if, literally if you have nothing else to do. Elliot and Margo are great. I would watch just a super cut of just just all their scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I wish that that was like a capability that technology had at this point where it's like, I just want to watch only this Mm. plot line (laughs) from this show. (laughs) From any show. Wouldn't that be cool? I have to stop watching Westworld. Okay. So, that's The Magicians. Sorry, this was kind of a low, a low energy. I don't know low energy (laughs) thanks shelby could you say that again next to them i don't think it was low energy (laughs)
1: thank you can i get
0: a clean can i get a clean take of you saying she did a complicated change that literally was a stroke of of magician people dear reader genius (laughs) Um, okay, one other tidbit that I do need to share with you guys is that there is online somewhere a full transcript of Wizard People, Dear Reader, and we will tweet the link to that because sometimes you're just at work and you just want to read it in the voice Mm -hmm. in your head and it's really fun. You want to hear Darcy's voice in your head. Darcy, Brad Neely voice in your head. It's like Brad Neely's voice is saying Harry's (laughs) lines and I'm saying Dumbledore's (laughs) lines. Um... Any other recommendations right now? Or any other, any thoughts about what we're going to read soon? We're I like, think we're doing Darker of Magic, right? Oh. Um, I yes. downloaded it. So. <laughs> cool. Good. I would love to reread it. But um, I have to finish. Yeah. Maybe we should just start trying to do like a couple things that we're planning to do soon because that one we're going to have a guest. So we're going to have to schedule with her. But I know we're going to do that soon. The Cruel Prince is the new Holly Black. Um, And, yeah. The Raven Boys at some point. I have a page in here. I have a page (laughs) in my heart. Um. Yeah, that one's going to be emotional. But also PJ. Should we oh should we do another PJ episode? No. Okay. We will I mean, actually, we well, we, we definitely yeah. will at some point. Maybe we should just skip to House of Hades. That could be fun. Yeah. Just to give you guys some ideas, I know that like some people are having trouble with like wanting to listen to episodes but still wanting to read the book later on. I think tithe will be good because I think a lot of people it's, did read it's very it. At some point. Yeah, and it's easy to like listen to that one um without like having a lot of background knowledge. But, yeah, those are some things that are coming up. Oh, I did also get a copy of The Wicked Deep in the mail, and everyone is super stoked about it, so I will hand it off to you as soon as I'm done. All right, well, uh, everybody, you know, <laughs> stay hydrated. <laughs> some sleep. We ship you. Know? <laughs> That's the best thing yeah. that we've come up with so far, I think. That's the best thing you've come up with so far. <laughs> All ideas belong to both of us. <laughs> Unless we, we ship, disagree. We y'all. <laughs> friendship ship. We don't give a shit. <laughs> heck it all to heck it is also has been popping up a lot. Um, I wish I could really quickly think of a she's the man quote. <laughs> With okay. my eyes close. <laughs> I see you for what you truly have. Which is ugly. <laughs> you guys are very good looking. Don't, don't, don't take it personally. Well, we got we gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> got to go. We got to go <laughs> to Magic School. Okay. Good luck. Best episode <laughs> ever. Good, best, best and good. Best bye. Best of luck. <laughs> bye. Last <Rath-robin>, Bye. <laughs> oh, okay. See, here's where I'll cut it back in. Um, oh, we're still. So <laughs> yeah, you guys are really lucky that you missed everything that I just edited out for your kind little years. But what we forgot to say is. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at youngadultaf. Um, email us, youngadultaf at gmail.com. Um, we want to hear your thoughts and feelings. Yeah, I'm really tired of beer emails, so if you want to send us young adult emails, that would make my day. Yeah, that would be awesome. And, like, seriously, just be like, oh, I really like have a crush on this guy, but he's, like, part demon. and Like, I really, like, I'm not sure it's going to work. Like, Admitted to that. Yeah, we that we want <laughs> that's what we wanna hear. If you have a fan fiction you want us to read that you're really stoked I'm about really that into would be that. amazing. Yeah. And um fan art. I've been like going out to people and asking them if we can use their yeah, stuff. You're oh. Killing the favorites well like we I mean we don't have a lot of people following us whatever I think we have like 100 Instagram followers and 50 Twitter followers but like all signal boosting for other people is good um the lady pod squad on Facebook has been really awesome and like you know we're just very open to like sharing your stuff and every little bit helps so send us your things and um and we love you. yeah. Yeah, and thanks for listening, and also I keep forgetting to do this because I feel like I think everyone knows because I think everyone listens to other podcasts, but rate reviewing and subscribing on whatever platform is actually helpful, and I'm, like, tired of hearing my own mouth saying it because I know that everybody says it's it. It's my fault. I don't say it. I don't say it. <laughs> it's my fault. No, I'm just saying because every podcast, like, yeah. I know that you guys are, like, assaulted with hearing it all the time. Rate, review, <laughs> and subscribe. So close. <laughs> you did. I just feel bad. What do you mean? Because I never say it. You always say it. Yeah, well, I'm the, like, you know, there's just, there's always one guy. I'm the guy that says okay. it. Don't, don't be sad. Okay. You guys too, don't if, be sad. If you're okay with it, then uh, shit. So either way. <laughs> now I have to do it forever. Shit. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, everyone, have a really. This is gonna come out on a Monday. Have a really good rest of your week. Hopefully, you find out that magic is real, and you email us about it. Send us your letters. Yeah, send us a letter Except by owl, letter. and I will die of a heart attack <laughs> when an owl tries to get into my house. Okay. Bye. bye. I don't want to update anything I just want to look at my Twitter feed